Welcome to What the Magic, a podcast where we explore everything in this world, human, existential, alien, galactic, energy, intuitive, and all things weird. Welcome to this week's episode. Hey guys, um, welcome back to What the Magic. We've had um, (laughs) a bit of a break, um, if that's what we want to call it. I have spent the last three weeks self-sabotaging like a mother trucker. And let me tell you guys, I've gotten really freaking good at it. And not that that's something to brag about, but it, it really helped me realize where I... Was going through another cycle of what it meant to show up in my authenticity and owning my container and speaking my truth and in holding myself accountable. And it's really interesting because when I started this podcast back up ago, um, back up, you know, a little over a couple months ago, I was riding a high I was in a place where I was like you know what I'm gonna conquer the world I've got this I can totally do it and I I was there and I was ready and then fast forward to about three weeks ago when I looked at the amount of things that I could do that was going to be in service to other people and and how many people I could reach and and all of the things I could accomplish and I shut down like majorly shut down And so the last week has been an adventure in pulling my own head out of my own ass and really getting myself to show up. And I'd be lying to you guys if I said that I actually accomplished all of my goals this past week, because in all reality, I didn't. I didn't do as many readings as I said I was going to do. I didn't show up for my business in the way that I said I was going to. I didn't show up for myself in the way I said I was going to which means that I didn't show up for anybody. And I want to say that, and I'm not saying that because there's some big old lesson that everybody needs to learn from this. Well, I mean, there might be, but what I've realized is it's a hell of a lot easier to cut yourself down than it is to build yourself back up, especially after you've been building and building and building. Sometimes you get hit by this thought of, is it even worth what I'm building? And when we get hit by that thought, it's time for us to really check in and see where maybe one, we're headed to burnout, or we've been pushing ourselves too far, or we've got a whole new level of of self-sabotage and cycles coming up that way. And so yesterday, after, you know, almost a month of being MIA on my business page on my TikToks and my Instagram and, and, you know, not showing up to do the free reading Fridays every other week, like I promised, you know, um, a couple of months ago that I would do. Last night, I did my first free reading Friday in almost a month. And let me tell you guys, when I hopped on, I was still in the midst of this desire to self-sabotage of not showing up of really wondering what that was going to look like. And I, I didn't know what it was going to look like. I didn't know how that live was going to go. And if I'm honest, and if, and I'm going to be, like, probably wasn't the best live I've ever done. Like, I just, I wasn't there. I wasn't mentally present and all of that stuff. And it brought me back to a moment a couple of months ago where 
I had just heard or just been given like what to me at the time was devastating news. And I was still trying to show up for my clients. And I failed my clients in those moments because I couldn't give them all of me because my brain wasn't there. My spirit wasn't there. It was, it was in this pattern of self-destruction of, of loops of, of just not being the person that I wanted to be. And to my clients in those moments, I owe some of the biggest apologies ever. But I also owe them such a big thank you for being there to hold space for me and show up in, in some kind of a support, even though I couldn't totally support them. So to those people, huge thanks out, thank yous and shout outs. You guys know who you are. But I also want to talk about last night. And when I hopped on that live and started pulling cards and the excuse that I've been using over the past couple of weeks is I can't pull that many cards. It makes me exhausted. Well, I just proved last night that I have been using that as a fun excuse for a while. Turns out I can do 25 readings in about, you know, an hour and a half with quick pulls and interpretations, but asked me to do 25 readings during the day. And apparently I don't have the energy. So last night I was doing this poll and I, I was sitting there and I was like, I have no idea what the hell I'm talking about today. No idea what I'm talking about tomorrow. I have no idea what to do on the podcast. I have no idea what the hell I'm doing right now. And I took a moment and pulled the audience, so to speak, and asked you guys what you guys wanted to hear about the podcast on the podcast. And you guys said timelines, you guys said um, virus people, you guys have, <laughs> there was one that was absolutely perfect. And I'm actually going to talk about that today with this giant kind of ranting intro. And someone commented that they would love a podcast about losing that fire and how to find it again, because they were struggling with that. And honestly, I think I am too a little bit. Like, I love what I do. I'm passionate about I do what I do. I, I truly want to help people and, and break free of these cycles and all of that stuff. But there's a level of fire that's gone out there. Like, I still love it. But I'm sitting here staring at my desk with 100 readings to do. And I've watched Netflix all day. Like, I came in here, turned my phone off, got ready to go to work, and I sat on Netflix. And it's not that I... I necessarily don't want to do things. It's just, how do you motivate yourself when there's this, this part of yourself that just says, why bother? And what I realized is there's an element of my energy where I am still playing in these trajectories of not totally being me. And I want to explain that a little bit more. Because one of the things I know we do as people is we're constantly pushing for evolution. We are constantly pushing to better ourselves and look for that next right thing and, and look for the next right way to help people. But so often we do that at the sacrifice of self. And I'm not saying that, you know, this is a lack of self-care. I mean, partially, I mean, I burnt myself out because I wasn't taking care of myself and I was putting in way too many late nights with very little productivity. But what it actually was is I wanted to play, and I guess this kind of combines timelines with this discussion, I wanted to play in an old timeline. I wanted to play in the timeline where things just 
happened for me as if by magic without me needing to show up. The thing was, when I was in those timelines, I had other means of support. I had other people's energies kind of there to buoy my own. And I have been in a space where, yes, I have a support system. Yes, I I have accountability buddies. I have all of that stuff, but I've been trying to make things happen on my own. And when you try to make things happen on your own and you're, you're not willing to kind of indulge in the support of other people, to trust that other people are there and have got your back, you lose your passion, right? With all of this, like not only is it something that I'm doing for me, but that ripples out to everybody else that I do it for. But the entire time I've been looking at what I'm building and, and everything I'm passionate, I go, well, where's the return on investment? What's in it for me? Was, was, was the thought there, right? And I find that a lot of times when we lose passion, we lose sight of what something is creating for us. And we kind of get into a moment where we're like, well, what's in it for me? How's this benefit me? How am I going to grow? What's this going to look like? And if I've been doing this and I'm not seeing a return or this perceived expectation of return, why even fucking bother? Right? And that's, that's, that's so human. I'm not getting anything out of this. So why should I bother? Well, there's the lie. The lie is that you're not getting anything out of it because you are. Whatever it is that we step forward to do, whether it's, you know, a gazillion and one tarot readings, whether it's a free reading Friday, whether it's building a website or putting out ads or showing up every day in our lives as a beacon of healing. It's not just for us. It's for everyone around us. And what I find is when we're losing our fire and our passion about how we're doing things, it's because we've, we've gone from the, the mode of service, that, that viewpoint of, of how to extend out to others into a viewpoint where we go egocentric, where we're focused on us. And I'm not going to lie to you guys. I, I try my damnedest not to work out of a place of ego, but I'm human. So I fuck up sometimes, right? And so if I'm willing to take my ego out of the picture, if I'm willing to rewrite the narrative that I've got going, that there needs to be something on the other side for me, there needs to be something that lights me up, what shifts? And I, as I'm talking this, I'm talking randomly and probably rambling, and I'm going to listen this back and I'm going to be like, I don't know if I made any fucking sense. I guess we need to re-record this, whatever. And I mean, I'm saying that as I'm recording this, but I'm going to leave it in here so you guys can hear how my, my brain works. <laughs> but as, as I'm working through this, I, I'm noticing that the more we put things in an I perspective, I need to do this because I need these people to do this for me, or I need to do this because I want this exchange on the back end. We've made it about us. We've lost the flow of the inspiration that started something. Now, if I change it to the, if I get all of these done, that's a hundred people, that's 200 people, that's so many people that could, could be reached with, you know, maybe just this one podcast or, or this one reading and that ripples out because that's going to ripple to someone else. If I actually look at why I wanted to do it. 
it's not about the energy exchange. It's not about getting people to be, well, okay, it is kind of about people to be my clients. But at the end of the day, me being in service is my motivator. And it's really hard to be in service if you're really focused on the you, if you're really focused on the I, what do I get? And this might not actually answer the question about how to get your fire back. But I'm noticing that if I shift my perspective from looking at what do I get to actually going back into service, it makes things a hell of a lot easier. It helps me realize that I have been looking at things ass backwards and that I'm doing the exact thing that I swore I didn't want to do. I'm making this about me. And this should never, ever be about me. One of the things I absolutely love about the business coach that I work with is that everything he does is about the people he serves and making things better for the people that he wants to work with. And I've lost sight of that over the past three weeks because I went into ego mode. And that's, you know, it's a human response because we, we all have things that we want to dream, that we want to create, that we want to see happen. But we can't come in at it from an I standpoint all the time, especially, especially if we're working in a field where we are in service whether that's being a reader, whether that's being a healer, whether that's being an energy worker, whether that's being a coach, a teacher, right? We lose steam if we focus on what we get out of it. We lose perspective. We, we lose aspects of, of what we're desiring if we focus on the I that's in that aspect. Now, when it comes to other things that we might lose passion for, maybe you've always had a passion for dance and all of a sudden you can't, you just can't get up and like dance your ass off anymore. Well, then we want to look at that. Like, why did you start dancing in the first place? What does dance do for you? What, what made you stop? Where'd you, where'd you, where'd your energy go? Right. If we're looking at um, a community that we used to be super passionate about that we're kind of disconnected from. I have a couple different questions from that. Is, is there something going on in the community there that doesn't resonate with you? Is there some kind of trauma that's tainting that container? Are you done with that container? Have you gotten all that you got, you needed from it, right? There's, there's so many reasons that we lose our fire, but if we're honest and we really look at it, most of the reason we lose our momentum, our motivation, and our fire is because we start to look at things from that I perspective, that human ego perspective. We make it about us instead of seeing how much it can ripple out to other people. And that's not saying that if you're, you're working on something from an ego perspective, that's wrongness. Let me say that right now, right? Because there are so many things that are going to motivate us if we come at it from the ego right? I want to be better at this. And so I explore it and it becomes a passion because I want to play with it, right? And if we lose the spark for that particular passion, right? Let's say, you know, we're really passionate about clearing our family line, check in. Have you completed that goal or that mission? Do you have to keep pushing forward? Or can you now step back reevaluate the trajectories you want to work on and then step into them. There's so many possibilities for how we lose our fire, how we lose our interest and how we lose our passion. But 
I'd be remiss if I said that it was other people's problems because it's not. It's an us problem. It's an I problem. It's an ego problem. So if you are in the middle of building a business, of, of building a relationship, of building a something, and you're losing interest because of I, it's time to check back in and look at how you can actually go into service and really analyze and work with all of that stuff because that's going to be so, so important. And the other thing too, and this I think kind of combines with the Push for a Timeline podcast, is sometimes we have old things surface. And when we have old things surface, we really got to look at where it's happened before. And this is where some of those timelines discussions come up because we don't just live in one energetic timeline. Okay, I'm, 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 we're, we're about to get a little weird and existential here and a little alien, right? We don't just live in one specific timeline. Now, I am of the belief, and this may be a little crazy, I am of the belief that we are living all of our lives simultaneously. I know it sounds crazy, right? So we may be here on this earth in this lifetime, but we've also been in a timeline where we've lived in this earth and maybe the 1600s. Who's to say that we're not living those two timelines simultaneously? So if I'm here and that being's there, our, our energy signatures, our information are coming at the same exact time. So maybe, <laughs> maybe at some point, or maybe right now at this time of year, I'm in the 1600s and I'm being persecuted for being a witch. So I stopped my witchcraft, which means that in this timeline, this perceived timeline. I look at all of my crazy tarot cards and all of the tarot card spreads that I want to do. And I go, mm, maybe, maybe put that on hold for a little bit. Let's self-sabotage. Let's pull back. Let's, let's find excuses. Let's not show up. Let's not put our name out there. Let's play small. But I've also got a timeline, you know, maybe in the future that I'm running where, you know, I'm this big, bad motherfucking kick-ass witch that knows that this is the next thing, that knows that this is what's going to shift the world, that knows that this could shift so many lives. And so now I've got a little bit of that cognitive dissonance going on with how my body's reading the energy of those timelines. When it comes to those timelines, it's now my moment, my time currently to reconcile those two timelines, bring that data set together so that I can get my head out of my ass and accomplish what I desire to do right? Timelines are really interesting in an existential concept because there's so many layers of that, right? There's so many layers to who we are. There's so many lifetimes we may have lived. And honestly, and this is where we get a little wonky and bringing in the aliens. If we've incarnated from a split of some kind of energetic signature that may be an alien being or, or an aspect of a source point or anything that's kind of like creator, whatever we want to call it, if we are split from something like that, and you know, that is the split that comes in to live this human lifetime. And maybe we've lived multiple human lifetimes from that same split. Why wouldn't we be all coexisting at the same time? And so if we are, then our Akashic records aren't just our past lives, but they're also our current lives. Right. And if there are current lives and we're experiencing the same problems, we have a reconciliation we need to do with self. And if we do that reconciliation with self, hopefully, hopefully we can realize that present version of us or this understanding of who we are currently 
can pull our heads out of our asses and get back to where we wanted to go. Right. And I'm not saying that's always going to be the case when we're looking at things, because we could have multiple timelines running multiple things that, you know, spark so many different things. Because here's the thing, guys, time isn't linear. It's not. It's a construct. Go watch The Good Place. Jeremy, bury me. Watch Doctor Who. Wibbly, wobbly, timey, wimey stuff. Like time just isn't linear. And I think we have this understanding and this perception that time should be linear. So when we talk about timelines, we talk about them in parallels. Because if time is a straight line, the only way that timelines run is, is parallel. But, and now is another level. Oh man, we're getting existential with this stuff, right? If, if we allow ourselves to converge all of those timelines, they're not parallel. They're all spinning around in a crazy mess of soup that is us. And we get to play with the energy signatures of each perceived timeline or perceived linear timeline, right? And if, if we're working within those timelines and we find that in one timeline, we're losing passion, what does it feel like to just jump into the timeline where we have that passion again? How do we reconcile where we are where we're th with where we think we should be? And what does it look like for us to reconcile our self-sabotage habits with the aspect of self that is already so successful that we couldn't even imagine it in this current understanding of our truth, right? So when we're, we're reigniting our passions, the first thing we want to look at is where am I out of sync? Where am I out of alignment? Where am I not running on the frequency or, or bandwidth that actually supports the decisions and the moves that I'm making? And then if we can find that and find our way to reconcile with that aspect of self, well, shit, that's half the battle. We've done it. It's so important when we look at all of this that we, that we acknowledge all of who we are and we see that each step we take has a ripple, right? The, um, there's so many, like think about the butterfly effect, right? The flap of a butterfly's wing in one small spot could change the weather, change the future, change everything, right? It could ripple out. So if we are the butterfly and we have control over the wings and we have control over how things ripple out, what shift do we need to make to reignite that passion, to find the reason that we are creating excuses not to show up time and time and time again? And if we've been doing that, how the hell did we pull our head out of our ass, right? If we do that, what's the timeline that we need to step back from and really look at and pull out of, right? I firmly believe that we create our own reality. And to create our own reality, we have to have the understanding that our thoughts and experiences are dictated by us and are only understood by us. So it's time for us to really look at our thoughts, our experiences, and our understanding of what's going on in our lives and really choose how we want to move forward with them. So if we're losing fire, if we're losing steam, if we're losing passion, why? What changed? What shifted? What's come up? What have we experienced? Is there, is there something about the particular time of year? Is it something about that particular activity? What is it that is bogging us down? Right? There's a choice that we make in this life. 
And that choice is, do we show up as us? Or do we allow things to come back and make things hazy so that we don't truly embody everything we are? I find that if we get into that space where we're not embodying our passions or our fire, we've allowed that haze to creep back in on some layer and level. And it might not be a total like fucking foggy, misty, like shit clusterfuck. It could just be we've put some blinders on and we can't see the road ahead because we've allowed there to be a little bit of a distortion in how we're looking at things. So if you have lost your fire, your passion, your motivation for something, where are you allowing other timelines to make things hazy? Where are you not owning your agency? Where are you allowing other people's beliefs, ideologies, or things like that to get in your way? And why do you hold the belief that other people are trying to get in your way? Why do you let them? Right? There's two amazing healers that I have the distinct honor of calling friends and colleagues, and I absolutely adore both of them. And I go on regular adventures with one of them because she lives like, you know, 40 minutes away, maybe. And they're doing this amazing thing where they're, they're throwing out their experience. They're talking, they're, they're owning all of who they are, and they're sharing these amazing perspectives. One of the perspectives one of them shared in their community on their live yesterday, holy shit, it was yesterday, really gave me an ass kick because I needed to hear it. And I wasn't willing to hear it for myself because I've probably told myself the same thing a gazillion times. I've got another friend of mine who said it to me a gazillion times, still couldn't hear it, but they said it yesterday. And they said, you know what? If you allow other people to dictate how you move, if you allow your interpretation of their ideas, your experience or whatever into your field, it's almost like you've already lost. Now that's not exactly word for word what they said. I've kind of paraphrasing and taken like how I integrated that conversation, right? We get to decide how much other people influence us. And it's something that my grandmother used to say to me all the time. Kelly, the only person who can make you happy is you. The only person who can make you feel like shit is you. So why do we give other people so much power? Why do we give external things so much power when they don't have any? And so if you're looking at where you're losing your motivation, are you looking at something outside of self to try and motivate you? Because external, extrinsic motivation, sorry, let me put on my teacher hat. Extrinsic motivation isn't super effective. Intrinsic motivation is. So I want you to take some time this week and look at where your motivation comes from. Is it coming from somewhere inside of you or are you relying on outside confirmation, validation, and experiences to support you on the path and validate and confirm that you are on the right track? And if you're doing that, welcome to the club. It's time for us all to pull our heads out of our asses and find where we can intrinsically motivate, right? What is your motivation? How do you want to move forward? What does light you up? And honestly, if you're working on a project that doesn't light you up, check into it. Is it the right project? Because if it's not, as I like to say, chuck it in the fuck it bucket. There's so many choices and so many movements we can make to reclaim our space, our energy, and our time. So where are you getting in your own way? I know where I'm getting in my own way. I know I was getting in my head. I know I was looking at extrinsically for the validation that I, about the things that I, I want to do. 
that's some bullshit right there, honestly. Extrinsic motivation to prove that I'm good at helping other people. Woo! Isn't that, that's a kick in the pants. But if I actually switch it to, I have the ability, I have the nature, I have this experience that I want to share with the world. And it's not about me. Whew, that makes it a whole hell of a lot easier. It takes a whole lot of pressure off too. So take some time to really look at your motivations. Take some time to really look at your patterns and play with the idea that maybe it's time to converge and reconcile with all aspects and layers of self. Maybe I'll create a meditation for that. Don't, don't hold your breath. Don't, because I make no promises. But maybe we'll create a meditation about merging with all layers and levels of self and doing that self-reconciliation. Because if we can reconcile with ourself, then we can pull our heads out of our ass and actually show up the way we want to. We can embody all of who we are. And that's going to be huge. So I want to take some time to really thank you guys for listening to my ramble for the past, oh, Lord knows who long, how long. But I want to thank you guys for still continuing to show up and be supporters of the podcast, of what I'm doing, of showing up and, and jumping on the Facebook lives and commenting and interacting and showing me that I really do need to get my head out of my ass. <laughs> like, and also thank you to all of you who've called me out on my shit. You have no idea how much I adore you for it. I do. I truly do. So I am so honored to go back, listen to my rambling, see if it's legible, I guess, intelligible, if it's understandable, if it makes sense, if I'm onto something or if I've just spewed a bunch of bullshit for the past few minutes, I probably spewed a bunch of bullshit, but it might be bullshit that resonates. But I want to thank you guys for continuing to push me and show me how important it is for not only me to show up for you, but to continue to show you how to show up for yourselves. And so for all of you that have been reaching out, asking me when things are getting done and holding me accountable and pushing me to get my head out of my ass, I want to thank you so much. I also want to thank you guys for listening to the podcast, for holding space and, you know, showing up for you. And so it has been such an honor. And now is my time to kind of wrap it up and get this like self-indulgent nonsense out of the way and do some edits and really show up for you guys. So if you guys have other podcast topics that you guys would really like to witness, please let me know. And um, super excited to get started on building up some new ideas and new projects. But before I can do that, I really need to finish old projects. Um, and as always, if you guys need anything, have questions, feel free to shoot me any kind of message. And if you're interested in working with me, just go ahead and check out healingbykellylorraine.com, not at Gmail, because that's my email. Go ahead and check out healingbykellylorraine at, no, Jesus, not my email. Kelly, get your head out of your ass. Check out healingbykellylorraine.com if you're looking to work with me. And I look forward to continuing to support you guys and grow together as we both work on healing and working through some of our shadows and getting our heads out of our asses. It has been a joy and I will see you guys next week.